If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and the Living Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. We have a home set for a year, um, and Trey Lance uh, was watching behind Jimmy G. Got some time as a situational quarterback and obviously played some. But you think about Matt Flynn. He was brought in to be the quarterback in, in uh, Seattle from Green Bay when they drafted Russell Wilson. And that quarterback that they thought was going to be the guy wasn't. It was a rookie. And you look at A.J. McCarron was brought to Buffalo, said he could wait a little bit on Josh Allen. That didn't happen. So sometimes you might think you're going to sit, watch, and learn, and you don't. I'm with Mike. I think Malik Willis does need some time. But on talent, and I'm with Chris on so talent, uh, he He's through the roof. He's a great, great kid. All uh, Character on a scale of 1 to 10, probably a 20. So Mike, if I'm going to roll the better. dice, uh, I would think that uh, Willis could be a Seattle Seahawk. That would make the most sense to me in the top 10 for Malik Willis. Austin Lane's favorite draft analyst, Mel Kuyper Jr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hair and everything. Remind, remind everybody, what do you say about Austin Lane? Not, not, not a dang thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me go ahead. I mean, he's got a, a, like a library of 400 players in that thing. And, yeah, I guess Austin didn't make the list, but it's all good, though. Uh, you didn't make the list. Who Who's the guy recently that didn't make the catalog like they didn't have video of? Oh, it's your oh, other Murray yeah, State guy. The, that was Quincy Williams. Quincy Williams. What's the problem with getting, like, information and video out of Murray State, man? I don't know, man. Why don't you tell me when Ashland University has a football player in the league? Oh, my. Man, dude. How about Shaheen? Who's that? Second-round pick. Hey, who's with my head? Hey, who's with Chicago? Hey, Should have killed the Jacksonville. Hey, who's that? See <laughs> Adam Shaheen. Who's that? I thought, Is he I still thought, playing? I thought Manny had a different kind of tight end. I mean, my goodness. Ashland University has Adam Shaheen get drafted in the second round of Division II school. We got Jarris Pendleton, good guy, by the way, drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the seventh round. He's still hanging around the NFL. I think he's with the Indianapolis Colts. We have Matt LaFleur, who stopped over in Ashland, and now he's the Green Bay Packers head coach. Don't say that he's hanging around the NFL. He's not playing. He's a scout. So, yeah, he's a scout. Okay, okay. it's not like he's still playing in the league. I see what I you did there. Around too. And, and Matt LaFleur, and Matt LaFleur <laughs> had a cup of coffee in Ashland and said, yeah, this place sucks. Let me go someplace else. So, well, all good. Listen, if you would serve some alcohol probably where Murray State is, whatever town that is, yeah. then maybe you could get some NFL scouts I there. Uh, I know. We've got John Morant, man. I know. we got <laughs> Isaiah Cannon. we got Cameron Payne. I know, man. The, the the list of people from Murray State, I guess, isn't big enough for you. Can't beat St. Peter's. Adam Shane Peter. Can't beat St. Peter's. Hey, I'm sorry. Did Ashland University even play in the tournament? <laughs> lost control. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting at the Thanksgiving table and mom and dad are fighting right now. Yeah, but but, but dad's got all the alimony and dad's winning because Ashton <laughs> University hasn't been relevant ever. Ashton <laughs> University hasn't been the topic of conversation ever. So what are we I, talking about? I don't know. I feel like I keep Ashton University relevant all year round. Sure, sure. <laughs> hey, let's get Steven in on that front. Uh, Steven, what's happening? He's been hanging on the line. What's going on? Hey, not too much, guys. How about you today? Good. Doing great. Austin, I love that you said it. You know, the good old days of when we played, when, you know, setting up for that blindside Goldberg spear, the mm. bronze throwman shoulder tackles. Mm. Oh, the good old days Come on, on defense. Man. Let's go. Uh, but my main question is I wanted to just uh, 
get your opinion on the Arden Key signing. Uh, I know some people out there have been saying, well, we got our pass rusher. Well, he came from San Francisco. They used him as an interior guy. Yeah. I see him as being the new Adam Gotsis and being a rotational guy with Rory Robertson-Harris. I still think we're going to go Aiden Hutchinson at one. And I put my mock draft on uh, on Twitter, and I, I, I want to get you this time this year. I want to. Okay, I mean, I love the confidence. Um, I think we've received your mock draft, as usual, on Shock Your Mock. There is a queue. We abide by the queue. Um, <laughs> unless someone wants to send me a couple, you know, bucks in Venmo, maybe I can get you up in the queue a little bit. But if that doesn't happen, uh, you have to respectfully wait like everybody else does. Uh, no problem, but I'll get you this year. I, okay. I mean, I, once again, I love the confidence. We shall see. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll see if Trent Balky's hitting anybody else's Venmo up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll get, maybe he'll, maybe he'll submit one. Yeah. Oh, mock, shock your mock. Trent Falky. I like that, man. We, we got a chance. Hit up, hit, hit up your boy Dave Caldwell can do one as well. <laughs> I mean, why not? You can have some fun. <laughs> That's true. He probably could. I yeah. don't know what's Dave up to. Yeah, yeah. I would get him on as an analyst. I like it. Uh, these days. Ask him why he picked Quincy Williams. <laughs> Very uh, easy now. Easy now. Hey, he did pretty good in New York, didn't he, for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, for a little bit. I okay. wonder what his future is like uh, in the NFL and in New York. Yeah. Hey, um, we're here live at Devoli's House of Cards. Martin Buckley has joined the show from Palm Beach Autographs. And uh, you know what we're about to do, Austin? You're missing out today. You're missing out big time. What buddy. are you guys you're doing? Gonna be, you're going to be jealous. All right. Remember the night? I'm, I'm going to hold it up on the video. Okay. 1989 Tops Major League Baseball Cards. What does that come Good with? Good work, you right remember? There, Martin. Getting it closer to the screen. Brent's holding it up, and it looks like nothing. And you got it closer to the screen, Martin, so we appreciate it. Oh, I can see Martin zooming up right now. That's I know. Brent's Martin. over here holding it all the way back like, you see this? Yeah, top baseball. Man. Okay, I see you. Listen, um, you want me to get up? It's the most work Martin's done all day, all right? <laughs> <laughs> 1989. So we're looking for somebody specific, uh, specific, I assume, correct? Well, what, what, what is part of a 1989 top Card. Here's what you can do, and I want to know who won the trip to the 1990 spring training and if they went. All right? Is this still redeemable? <laughs> this still, yeah. If we win. Has it run its course? <laughs> if we do win, can you redeem it? 32 years later. This comes with uh, 15 bubblegum cards and... One stick of very old gum. Old? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going to eat the gum. We're going to eat the gum, guys. Wait, you're going to eat the gum? We're going to eat the yeah. game. Okay, it's 33 for, years old. First of all, you're not a good job of making me jealous from not being there because I would never do this. Is this, this, is is this going to be looks, okay? It looks awful. I don't know. Don't yeah. eat it. It's oh, like orange. That's, oh. Yeah. No, it's it's sort of like a peachish brown. Can we get sick? Yes. That's, that's what I'm saying. Said, Why would you do that? Sick. He said his throat hurt yesterday after he ate it. Oh, I'm seeing the camera right now. That that looks like a graham cracker. That's well, not a let's go through, We got to go through <laughs> the cards first, though, right? Yeah, let's make sure Pat, before we die. Wait, the gum wasn't even wrapped? Segment. Guys. We're just in there? Oh, yeah, that's how it worked, man. That gum was good back Mike in the day. Mike Harkey, future star? <laughs> we need a top loader for this. Fishing coach of the Yankees. <laughs> or a uh, bullpen coach. He is. Yeah. Wow. Casey? Wow, Casey. That is a deep Way cut. I'll tell Holy you. I'll, you know how I know that? Uh, this is good. Martin, you'll appreciate this. Uh, back in the day when you used to do Yankees IP, people used to think he was CC Sabathia. No way, really. I yeah. can see that. Look at that. Oh, uh, yeah, you could see that. That's, That's funny. Right. <laughs> Chris Fire. Jeff Blauser, Braves fans. Remember him? Oh, I got a good one. Danny Heap. I got two. Oh, I got three good ones. Did Danny Heap play football? Why too? does Mark McGuire not look so big in this card? Is that right <laughs> Maybe it's Todd Heap. Look at that. <laughs> Anybody want this one right here? 
That's what you got, Martin? Little Mark McGuire. Oh, wow. Now, listen. Back in 1989, and you now, were a kid, was, was he running a marathon back then? Because he looks a lot different. <laughs> I know he looks thinner. You're, you're, you're I think he was doing keto at the time. <laughs> you're a kid in East Providence, Rhode Island, opening a pack of tops that you just bought from Benny's, and Dude. you rode your bike up there three for 99 cents, probably. For got these your cars. Italian ice. You got an Italian ice, probably <laughs> yes. too. Uh, and I get a Mark McGuire, and I'm jacked up. You're fired up. Yeah. That's pretty good. You know the one, the card that was the chase card out of this that I remember, it just popped into my head. I was like, who was the big one? You remember who it was? I don't. Chris Sabo. Chris Sabo, oh, yes, with the glasses. Yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. With the future. Reds. Yeah, yeah. The top's prospect. He was the yeah. prospect. He's supposed to be awesome. Lance Parrish, He's the right? big hit, wasn't he? Yeah, we got I think Sabo. Steve Jeltz. Eric Davis. Ooh, nice. That's this a good one. My move. wife right now would say number 44 Reds. Yep. She knew she <laughs> all did. the old Reds numbers back then. I got Brett Butler. Terry. Bobby Bonilla. Oh, Bobby Bell. Still getting paid by the still Mets. <laughs> this is from 1989. He might not be chewing this gum, but he's still getting paid by the Mets. <laughs> we're going to eat the gum. Oh, is it going on right now? We're going to. We're going okay. Mike okay. School. Don't remember him. No. Got the Athletics team I think leaders. I got that one too. Remember look, those? Look, Michael we Koss. Did. We both got that. Gary Gaetti. Gary Gaetti was the man. He was a good player. World Series champion. Tracy Woodson. Nope. Don't remember him. Sean Hillegas. I do remember that name. And the Brewers leaders. All right, Austin. What year were you born? 87. By the way, this one is oh, marked up. My favorite year. This is marked up in the back. From Probably the not a PSA 10, but it's got the gum stains on it. Paul Molitor? Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Paul Molitor led the team in runs. Led the team in hits. <laughs> I can see the gum stain. Isn't that great? <laughs> uh... Who else? Who is their other big slugger, Austin? Talking about uh, Robin Yount. Very good. Yeah, man, come Very on Very good. Got any right. brain busters? Yeah, I do. Uh, this one's going to be tricky. And uh, home runs led the Milwaukee Brewers in 1988. And it wasn't Mauder and it wasn't... Nope. And he didn't run like one of these. Uh, de okay, deer. Ah. Deer? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he was yeah, a stud. Rob Deere. Oh, Rob Deere. Rob Deere. Rob Deere. You answered it and didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many times did he strike out that year? He oh, strike yeah, out like yeah. 200 <laughs> times before anybody. Yes. Now everybody strikes out. Did he out play for the Tigers, too? Uh, one, I'll get, I bet you have, you know, two of these guys. Teddy Aguirre, I guess, had a really good year. I don't, he was good. I'm not too familiar with him. Chuck Krim, not familiar with him. But Chris Bozio, or Bozio, Chris Bozio, that's how you said it then. Complete games had nine. And Dan Plesak uh, led the Brewers with saves. So he was a good player. Wait, did Bozio, <laughs> did he play for He played for the Brewers? He played for the Brewers. I think he also ended up playing Cubs. for the Reds as okay. well. Okay, maybe, maybe Cubs, then. too. He might have okay. been uh, a few different teams. Maybe, maybe I think he coaches right? the Cubs. He does. Actually, doesn't he, he does. He was their pitching coach. Like, yeah. I know him from the Cubs. That's what it was. Okay, gotcha. By the way, did Dan Plesak, I should work this in. My dad built his house in Indiana. Get out of here. I swear. It's awesome. I mean, He'll be disappointed if I didn't say and he's listening. So I get that out. That's the, Chip. The I hope he did a good job. Here. I love it. I think he did a good job. He tells me every time he comes on TV, and Plezak's on TV a lot. So, you know, I've heard it right. once oh. or twice. Why is Plezak, is he on the uh, MLB Network now? Every or day. Say he's a pitch. Oh, every he is. Every single on the day. MLB All right, we doing the go? We're doing it. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, nice knowing you, boys. Did you guys sign something? Are we something? doing all of it or just a bite? You guys sign no, something? exciting. Okay. What do you think this going to taste like? Oh, it's oh yeah. did you hear the crumbs? Oh, my. It's going to taste like me doing the show by myself tomorrow. So that's what it's going to taste uh, like. <laughs> I can already tell. So bad.
All right, well, it's, it's here, guys. Let's get a flavor profile. What do we got oh. here? Oh, I'm wondering if I can blow a bubble. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That's so bad. You know, I just felt like I, can't I believe... ate. I felt like I was a four-year-old kid, and my mom bought, brought street chalk out to the driveway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know any better. I just ate it like it was a snack. Well, that's what you oh, get guys, for your golf picks, just chalk. Surprisingly, it's not good. <laughs> By the way, Martin, trust me, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, you know what else it tastes like? You know, you know those. Um, did you eat it? Yep, I ate it and swallowed it. What? I spit, I what spit are it you out. Doing, He's got man. Just swallowed. Are you gonna finish that? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. We chase it down a little water you, and some coffee. Hey, Casey, make sure you save this video because, like, probably ten hours later, when Brent's in the hospital, yeah. we're gonna yeah. go back to this video. We may have just started a new strand of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who knew it was 33 years old oh, wrapped up man. in a Topps baseball card pack? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if we had known that before we opened it, it would have been worth millions. Mm, now you're talking. <laughs> or we might be invincible now. Uh, there you go. Man. That was terrific. This it was, really wasn't as bad as, like, you probably think it is. This was a good This was a good World Series team right here. That was good. That was good. This was the, this was the earthquake. That was the earthquake. 89, yep. and 40-40. Yeah. Oakland A's, uh, you know, we're not just on video or on radio, Martin Buckley. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but hey, we're only trying to sell the stream, Martin. So you're doing if I show job, it to man. the if I show it to the microphone, is that <laughs> <laughs> that's the Oakland A's? Um, who knew what these guys would be doing now? 40-40, dude. 40 yeah, it was a 40-40 year for 88. Two so. home runs, incredible. Jose um, Canseco, all natural too. So uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, uh, uh, they started putting Android in those uh, baseball pants exactly. after '89. Uh, Martin Buckley, how uh, how does your world collide at all, or cross at all, in the uh, memorabilia business with what we're seeing here in the card business? The Volley's House of Cards has been killing it. The card business is out of this world. The memorabilia business. I see your uh, frames all around here. Yeah. Mr. Devoli over here, my buddy Mark, was kind enough to let us put some. We're, uh, we're going to put a bunch of uh, Palm Beach autographs, um, autograph memorabilia in here. They're crushing it. Yeah. The industry's on fire. He's got guys back here breaking packs. We're out here breaking 89 uh, tops, but um, no, it's we're so happy to have them as a, a friend. They've been great um, to work with. Um, uh, obviously, Mark's just a first-class guy, big Steeler fan like myself. Oh gosh! So if we want to go down that road for a little bit, we we're can. Leaving. <laughs> if you didn't have Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback, we'd probably leave, dude. By the end of the, but the start of the season, I think we're gonna have about six quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All of them are going to be completely terrible. No, it's going to be bad, right. Mark. Well, speaking of, you've become a big Jag supporter, as you should be here in Jacksonville. Yeah, man. Tony Vaselli's going to do a signing. New Hall of Famer. Yes. Um, Tony was gracious enough to allow us at Palm Beach Autographs to have his first um, signing, where he's going to be signing his name and adding HOF 20. Tell me the first one. This is the first one. That's and then the cool. next day. Uh, we got him a gig uh, up in New Jersey, so he's going to go up and do a show there the next day. But the one in Jacksonville is going to be the first one. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to, like, well, I mean, I wouldn't mind knowing what's in Vaselli's bank account, but I really don't want to reveal all that. Mm -hmm. But bottom line is, you get the HOF, you start making a little coin, don't you? They start paying he's, you a little. busy. They start paying you a little better. A lot of people are calling, wanting to uh, um, 
you know, bring them to all the shows. A lot of people have, you know, full-size helmets, posters, collectibles, where they just collect all Hall of Famers on it. Or a mini helmet signed by every Hall of Famer or a football signed by every Hall of Famer. So as soon as you get the chance to put that inscription on there, hmm. you know, this really brands him naturally. This is huge for Jacksonville. He's going to be at every show. Um, and this is the first time, you know, there's going to be a, a JAG Hall of Famer. It's so a big what's deal. on it's 6 o'clock uh, Saturday night? Yep, 6. Um, he'll be there until we're done. No real exit time. Uh, we've got 8x10s, 11x14s, 16x20s, jerseys, the old helmets, new helmets, um, footballs, tons of product to be signed. Austin, this is a this is an interesting one right here, too, because Tony Baselli is somebody I, I joke about a little bit in town being like, listen, if you haven't taken a picture, shaken a hand, talked to Tony Baselli in Jacksonville, then you haven't lived here for more than like three years. <laughs> no, right? for sure. He's everywhere. Because, yeah, like, it's the beauty of yeah, Jacksonville. You run into him outside the stadium, inside the stadium, at practice. Uh, not just us, by the way. I'm talking everybody. You run into him, uh, at, him. at Publix. <laughs> you run into him at high school games. You run into him anywhere in town on golf courses. Like, so the bottom line <laughs> is, somewhere or another, if you've been a longtime Jags fan, you've met Tony Bissell. Before. Absolutely. But this is one of those unique times that it doesn't matter if you had something autographed, signed, whatever else. This is going to look a little bit different when you get that... I mean, is that exactly what they put on? It would be Tony Baselli, then HOF? Yeah. Like everything he signs now would just say HOF on yeah, it? Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, if he, if he signs for a fan, um, <clears throat> they'll ask him. They'll say, uh, you know, could you put your HOF inscription on there? That's kind of how people say it. And so he, uh, the other night, he uh, signed a bunch of pin flags. He came out to Tim's uh, golf and gala, and uh, that was the first time I saw him do it. So he signed it. And he did HOF 2022, and I said, how good does that feel? And he says, yeah, you know, pretty good, man, pretty good. Martin, I'm oh, sorry, Martin, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you no. Uh, Martin, in terms of sports, you know, in terms of, you know, signing with the Hall of Fame, is there one sport um, that sticks out over the rest of when that athlete does get to sign it with the HOF that it drastically goes up, you know, like we're talking about baseball, basketball, uh, or NFL? Probably baseball, I okay. would say. Um, and then football right behind it, like very, very close right behind it. <clears throat> Baseball usually has smaller classes. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like football usually has a bigger class. Um, and a lot of people collect autographed baseballs in general. So I'd say baseball maybe with a slight, slight edge. Casey, what do you think? Yeah, I, go, I, I would agree with you. I'd say baseball. You're going baseball? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think so too because there's just something about baseball in the – uh, I guess in our mindset of record books and nostalgia and traditional feel that that even has even that hasn't wavered. I think as the sport of football has grown in popularity, you know, um, I think if you can, those collections started earlier, like these baseball cards, right? There's still football is now king in the in the card business yes. right now, and right? Basketball, basketball can be king, yeah. and soccer, and you'll see. But there's still something about a baseball card. You know what I mean? You see and Ameri so, Americana behind it. You know? I think so, even though it's not America's pastime anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's really the pastime. It really <laughs> is. It's not America's sport anymore. <laughs> that's for sure. It might still always be America's pastime. But, yeah. Uh, I do think that I would say that's probably true. We know, Austin, we, there's somebody in town, actually, that w was uh, – Kent's trying to get every uh, what, living Hall of Famer. 
every Hall of Famer from his birthday, from the year he was born now, he's all caught up. We just got him all caught up. Really? Yeah, on a baseball, right? On a baseball. Yeah. Wow. And that's been like a labor of love a little bit to yeah. try to get all of them. I think he's... What was the last couple, one, you know? Um, every every year that the class comes okay, out, so he'll hit the class. Up. Yep, and then we'll get, you know, so if it's, you know, Jeter or whoever's in the class... And we usually will wait for them to get in so that he can do exactly what you, you know. So if he gets Jeter, if he has a Derek Jeter in his collection, he's like, all right, I need Derek Jeter with HOF. What was he, 2020? Uh, would have been just, did they hold that off until, it might have been 2020, but he went he in went 2021. In I, think. I yeah. think that's right. So he'll, you know, he'll get that inscription on there. But he's got a beautiful, um, he's, he picked up a, a year or so ago, a gorgeous Roberto Clemente. and. Mm. He's got a, a really nice collection. Casey, you collect, you, you do signings a little bit, all those things. Is there something that you've tried to collect over the years or wish you had? <laughs> um, I mean, in terms of what we're talking about, like for a while there I was doing Hall of Fame balls under the logo for baseball, but uh, I have a love-hate relationship with baseballs because they really annoy me when they bleed. Oh, yeah. So I can't. I can't handle it to the point where I, I have a couple under the logos that I really wish weren't bleeding, and they are. So at that point, I was like, I can't invest in this part of it. I think it's fat. You know what else is fascinating, guys? Like, if you, in case you know this, you go out to the Players' Championship, and a lot of those guys won't sign golf balls. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I mean, at least baseballs aren't like that, or footballs aren't like that in those sports. No, but, I mean, at least at IP, when you're doing baseballs, I mean, a lot of guys will flip them from sweet spot to, like, a panel because they know that's yeah, less okay, valuable. Yeah. And that, uh, the center part there is called the sweet spot, and so there's more value. So what he's saying is they'll turn it over to like the more of the horseshoe, the loop, what we call the loop. Yeah. And they'll sign it in there because they'll because uh, they're trying to screw you a little bit. This guy, he, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to sell it. You know, yeah. like, um, you know, like Bryce Harper, he'll if he's you know signing, you won't see him sign it in the middle there. He'll sign it on the loop. Interesting. Um, yeah, Griffey was notorious. They're just messing for that. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you'll see it on the golf course a little bit where. Guys will have like masters flags, you know the the guys out there chasing. Yeah, know, yeah. It's not one flag, it's the flag and then the big bags of all. Oh the yeah. And so you'll you'll see them handing out the masters flag and they'll take it and turn it upside down <laughs> and sign it. Good luck selling that. <laughs> Austin, what'd you sign, man? And say, hey, good luck selling that. Um, I mean, there there might have been a Jaguars like uh, dinner that I may have signed a body part of a of a <laughs> of, of a woman. Um, she wanted me to, and yeah, uh, she wasn't gonna be selling those anytime soon. Let's just say. <laughs> those. You sign water too. Well, I mean, it was it Austin I, Lane. Hey, I have a wide signature, hey, dude. I have a big signature. Do you put your middle name in there too? Well, well, no, but it was the, 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 the. This was like it wasn't a ballpoint. This was like the thick, thick marker. This was like you know what I'm saying. I, I could have painted a house with this kind of marker. I'm just saying. So. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break. I didn't know where we were getting there, but I kind of like we went there. Yeah. Um, and I have not died yet after eating that gum, so <laughs> we made it through a segment. Uh, how about we shock your mock when we come back? Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, live from Devoli's House of Cards. Martin Buckley joining us. Palm Beach autographs. Tony Vaselli signing Saturday night in the Avenues Mall, 6 o'clock. First one as a pro football Hall of Famer. I just think Wilson's play speed and tempo is what the Jets need. They don't need a power forward. They need a guy that can make dynamic plays. And just watching Wilson, I was so impressed with his ability to make people miss. You know, he's probably not as big as a guy like Justin Jefferson, but I just think he'll be extremely productive because 
he runs great routes, he has great hands, he can make a miss. Uh, I just think he checks every box. And I think sometimes like we overthink it. And guy had two drops last year. So I think you get him and you're the Jets, you got that front line difference making receiver that they desperately need. That's Mike Tannenbaum, who someday we're going to have on the show after I show him some video of Murray State, Austin Lane. I just want him to dissect him coming out of college. Yeah, Maybe go and say I'm, I'm the next John Moran of Memphis Grizzlies, too, Mike Tannenbaum. <laughs> yeah, you, right. you and your egotistical, out-of-your-mind out, out takes. Like, I don't know how he didn't get fired when he said wow. the Jaguars were the, were the Golden State Warriors, but whatever. Yeah, Golden State Warriors. I was in a lot of drug testing there at ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, uh, my my throat's getting a little scratchy after that 33 year old gum Good. out of that top spot. But what? we're surviving. Why are you sweating? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know gum could make you sweat. Uh, but here we are. <laughs> Brett Martino, that's the voice of uh, Martin Buckley from Palm Beach Autographs, just announced here uh, on the show a little bit early. Tony Baselli will have his first Hall of Fame signing. Coming up on Saturday night at Palm Beach Autographs Avenue's Mall. How do uh, folks get uh, information about it? PalmBeachAutographs.com? So, yeah, you can go to PalmBeachAutographs.com. The tickets are on sale there. Uh, if you want to swing by the store, um, you could pick them up before. And we're going to sell them all the way through the event. So uh, we're expecting a good crowd. A lot of people have called, so they want to be first in line. Stuff, you know, yeah, get the first, first one. That's the cool. first one, which is kind of neat. Um, so, um Austin, I know you were really, um, you know, interested in doing that. So just no fighting with the people that are there to try to, get, to sell the autograph. I can't make any promises. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just tell uh, Tony that you'll exchange a shock your mock here on ESPN 690 for a uh, for a Hall of Fame autograph. Well, now we're talking. I mean, if anything, I should bring in the the Stevens Point, Wisconsin, 1995 training camp program and have him <laughs> yes. sign that because that's still at my grandma's house. Yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, yeah. So maybe I should bring that. him bring that in for him to sign. That that now might be worth something here at uh, either Palm Beach Autographs or right here at the Volley's House of Cards in St. John's County. All right, Austin, let's do it. Shock your mock on a Wednesday. All right, Casey, before we get started here, I see a lot of comments of people saying they don't like the, the new Shock Your Mock song. <laughs> Play the old Shock Your Mock song. Well, listen, it's like Leonard Skinner and you shout Freebird. It just ain't going to happen, okay? It, it is what it is. We move on. I'm an artist. This is the new one. Either yep. get with it or get gone. But with that being said, I did tweak things a little bit. Had to go back to the beat laboratory. Hopefully we have something a little more digestible. Hopefully you took your Pepto-Bismol, and we'll see what you guys think about this one. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined. Mortified and stupefied. So you tried to play GM and you started a mind. So I go to my boy Money Martin, I'll be popping the truck. We sell the mother. Gonna suck your mock. 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 Yeah, that's right. Me and Money Martin are popping trunks on everybody. So if you guys ready for that, I hope that was a little clear. You know, I had to get the robot out of there. You got the robot out. I loved it. You had. Martin over here just bouncing. Yeah, as you said, Martin, that, that was the goal of this one. Last year was classic rock. This year was a little hip-hop. You know you got to keep things interesting. Next year, maybe a little country. 
Maybe a little country twang because Eric Church is going to need a job. Maybe he can sing the the Shock Your Mock song for us because that guy ain't going to get paid anytime soon with his decisions, but that's another story. All right. You could, uh... You could do a girl talk mashup. Oh, what a what a deep cut from girl talk. Nicely done. I saw girl talk actually in Coachella. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw him at Lollapalooza. It was fantastic. Enough said. I mean, you we, guys, you guys need to hang out for him. Please do a music podcast and get it out of the way, man. Like, uh, Absolutely. For, for, forget the shock your mock nonsense. Let's go do our own thing. This has been fun, but I think the, the music podcast um, is where it's at. But until that time, but until that time, let's go ahead and get into the next shock your mock segment here. And if I'm not mistaken, Brent, I think we had this guy last year. I think um, so, too. Yeah, does he look familiar to you? So this is John Lewis, a.k.a. Mally's dad. I think it's Molly, maybe Mally's dad. Um, yeah, Mally. Okay, Mally? Yeah. Okay, is that a common name? Mally? No, but different, okay. but I kind of like it. Okay, Mally. Yeah, so Mally's I like dad. it more than his mock. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a beautiful family. Not so beautiful of a mock draft. Let's get into it. Pick number, well, first of all, yeah, pick number one, Aiden Hutchinson. No surprise here. It gets a little boring. I get it, everybody. We want to be six, exciting. Maybe throw Thibodeau in there. Maybe trade with the New York Giants and get, you know, they take Malik Willis. But this is the real world, all right? This is how things really go down. And I don't care if it's PFF or the AWS mock draft simulator. This is the best pick right now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson, they say it's an A-plus, and I agree with them. Now we get a little off the rails, right? We trade, uh, we trade number 25 from the Buffalo Bills, and we give up number 33, 157, and 222. Theoretically, could this happen? Mm, I'm not sure about it, but I like his aggressiveness, okay? I like the aggressiveness because you know what that means? Pick number 25, there's going to be a nice prime USDA choice wide receiver up for the taking. And let's go to the pick. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to Kobe Dean. Okay, we're going to Kobe Dean. A great linebacker in his own right. I'm not mad at his talent, his skill level. But let's go. Trevor Lawrence, after this pick, on the horn with his agent. Get me out of Jacksonville. It's too humid here. I want to go to the West Coast. I want to play in San Fran or something like that. We just lost Trevor Lawrence. Right, so, That's terrible. so if your goal was to lose Trevor Lawrence, congratulations. Trade a pick number twenty-five, and you just lost Trevor Lawrence. Hope but you're the Kobe Dean's that. gonna be good. The Kobe <laughs> Dean's gonna be good, but where do you put him? Right, you put him on the opposite side um, uh, at the linebacker. You put him on the outside, Brent. Yeah, I think you put him uh, inside in your 3-4, but so yeah. that doesn't let him do as much as he probably can. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the prosecution rests. If this was law and order, it's going to be a very short episode. Pick number 65, we're going round three now. We got Kirby Joseph. Safety. <clears throat> now, now, I, I, I could have swore the, the <laughs> theme was to help Trevor Lawrence out. I could have swore the theme was to get Trevor Lawrence weapons, but I guess we're happy with Zay Jones and his haircut. I guess we're happy with Christian Kirk and all the money that he's making because we went away from the offense, and now we're going Kirby Joseph out of Illinois. Um, he's from Orlando, so you got to like that, but I didn't know Illinois played football. I didn't know <laughs> Illinois had a football team, right? And he may be the best safety uh, in the entire draft, but he played Illinois, so I can't really buy into it. Go and me some more Illinois players, and don't say Dwayne Smoot. Anybody else? I uh, want winners. By the way, you could have stopped it. I could have swore. Yeah, um, I could have <laughs> swore. This could have been a real short shock your mock segment. That's a Tony Khan pick, by the way, right there, I oh, guess, because it's Illinois Khan. <laughs> probably a Tony Khan pick for sure. Listen, he could be a great player, but you're not addressing the need right now at wide receiver. But that's okay. Don't worry. Let's go to pick number 70, and let's take Khalil Shakir. Now, in the most... In the deepest, like, the deepest of the deep, you know, draft of all time for wide receivers, I've never heard of this guy. 
So then I had, you know what I had to do? I had to go do research. And when I do research, it makes me upset because then I can't watch anime because I'm doing research. So sorry, Naruto. Sorry, Cowboy Bebop. Couldn't watch you guys today. Had to look up who Cleo Shakir is. Here's Cleo Shakir. Uh, ran a 4-4-3. So, Casey, hold on. Are you hitting the button? 4-4-3? I can run a 4-4-3 backwards right now. Everyone's running 4-4-3s these days. Well, was everyone's diet? Brent can run a 4-4-3 right now. I'm not impressed with not the Not after the gummy couldn't. Not after the gummy couldn't. No, he's puking in, in no time. Can't wait for that. Um, this guy is primarily a slot guy as well. Played a lot of slot in Boise State. Well, last time I checked, we just spent all the money. All the, all, and especially with gasoline being the, the price that they have for, for Shad Khan's yacht, he sacrificed a lot to get Christian Kirk here. I don't think Christian Kirk's going out of the, out of the slot anytime soon. So we just got a great death pick at pick number 70 in Khalil Shakir. Needs are not being addressed. We hit one button, and that was by accident because Casey pressed a 4-4-3 when that's not that big of a deal. But let's progress. The let's only on way four. I approve of this pick is in your research by missing anime. Did you find out he's all related to Shakira? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Didn't, didn't find that one out quite yet. Pick 106. We're going to Arizona State. Uh, Donovan West. I assume it's Donovan. Didn't really look up the pronunciation, but we'll call him Donovan West. Um, this guy's undersized. Uh, works in a zone deep. Uh, I'm sorry. Works in a zone offense, and is probably not going to beat out beat out Chatley uh, year one. Great. So we got uh, we got a safety that probably is not going to start. We got a, a wide receiver who's going to be depth for Christian Kirk. And now we got a backup to Tyler Shatley. Where are the draft needs? Casey's getting itchy. Casey's feeding for some button pushing. And we got nothing. But then here comes pick 180. Casey, this guy ran a 4-3 whatever, 4-3-7. Hit the button one time. <laughs> Casey, this guy's a draft need alert. Hit the button two times. Will Smith across the face. I like this guy a lot. Pierre Strong Jr., <laughs> South Dakota State Jackrabbit. Um, probably should have beat Providence in the NCAA tournament. It is what it is, though. We're talking football right now. Providence, w what a bunch of posers they were. But once again, it's shock your mocking out, shock Providence. Um, I like Pierre Strong Jr. a lot. I think that this guy, you know, if he goes to the right team, could be the future running back of said team. Now, if you come to Jacksonville, yeah, you got Travis Etienne, you got James Robinson, but this team needs depth right now. We had James Robinson on the show. He's ahead of schedule. You like that? It was breaking news. Everyone was talking about it. Field Yates was going crazy in his fantasy talks talking about us on his little podcast that he did. Brent, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and me too. It was fantastic. And let's be honest here, and I don't want to put a rain on anybody's parade here, but Travis Etienne, we haven't heard a lot about him yet. Right? If he was progressing, if he was ahead of schedule, we probably would have heard about it by now. So I don't know where Travis Etienne is. Brent, do you know where Travis Etienne is? Yeah, I found out at the NFL owners' meetings. This is what I'm on the show for in this segment. Yeah. Just to tell you that he should be uh, participating in April in off-season conditioning at least part-time. So they'll have him back in April doing well. Now, is this what Trent Baalke told you, or is this Doug <laughs> Peterson? <laughs> this was Peterson. Okay, then we'll, we'll allow it. Wait, uh, did Field Rate Yates really take the James Robinson thing? No, no, no. Oh, okay, no, no, just checking. No. I mean, well, he might have. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, that one suggestion. I don't know. I can't confirm. I have one suggestion, uh, just to give Austin a little breather here. Can we add a button for Gene Smith after these first couple of days? Because Brent. Boise State, South Dakota State, San Jose State, Coastal Carolina, Brent. and Arizona Brent. State, you might even be able to consider small school the Brent. way they play football. James Robinson is a small school guy. you, you got to think outside the box a little bit. Now, Gene may have think like he didn't even have a box, and that's fine. But... <laughs> 
Pierre Strong Jr. I think is going to be the real deal. We're going to get to, you know, Javon Akit-Helech in a little bit. And then we got Derek. Yeah, thank you. We got Derek Dees Jr. coming up. So let's get to pick 188 here. Uh, I don't need to slow down. I'm feeling good today because we got less picks because this guy made a trade, and I'm not mad about it. Pick 188, Derek Dees Jr., I feel like you can make a lot of jokes with that name, but let's not go down that road. I didn't think that. Let's not go down that road at all right now. (laughs) Um, Tight end San Jose State. So this guy is primarily a run blocker known for his intensity, almost like a defensive end playing tight end. Probably if I was playing tight end, that's what you get here with Derek (laughs) Deese Jr. Um, In terms of of catching and stuff like that, just average. But this is a guy that you want to bring on the goal line situations. This is a guy that you want to bring when you want to win the trenches. That's what he is. Now, you got a guy in Luke Farrell who I felt like was kind of that. That dude as well mm-hmm. so I, this could be a wasted pick here but you know we're in round six right now as Brett Martineau has trademarked the crap shoot of picks so it is what it is depth of the tight end position I would have liked to see him go in a different direction all right now we got this guy um, once again, didn't look up the pronunciation, but I'm going to call him Javon Hacker. Uh, and we're talking about Hacker, you know, wide receiver, Coastal Carolina. Um, people are pretty intrigued by this guy. And then I saw the 40-yard dash at his pro day. Yeah, that's right. I had to research the Coastal Carolina pro day because that's what I do on Shockey Mock. Care to take a guess what he ran? He was slated to run a 4-4. Guess is what he ran at the, at the pro day at Coastal Carolina. It took place March 11th. 4-5-8. 4-3. 4-6-2. Casey wins. The guy ran a 4.66. Okay. Oh guy ran a 4.66. Might have been an off day. I don't know. Maybe came back from spring break. Coastal Carolina. A lot of places to go there. I've been there before. Um, I should know. Uh, listen, I mean, he might have had a bad pro day. It, it is what it is. It happens. Speed isn't everything. But I'm going to need my wide receivers to run a little faster than a 4.66. Especially being an outside threat, which he's slated to be. And also keep in mind, coming from Coastal Carolina, everyone there's got mullets. I did some research. This guy didn't have a mullet. So, not a team guy either, right? So now he's going to be a locker room cancer, and I don't want that here in Jacksonville. If you're going to be Jalen Ramsey, you better have a Jalen Ramsey scale set. Jalen Ramsey didn't run a 4-6-6 at his pro day. Hey, Javon, you're out of here. We'll see you. Uh, pick number 198, we got Jaden Peavy, who seems to be on every single one of our mock drafts, whether it's pick number 70 or now pick 198. This guy is all over the place. Not really sure what his deal is. Once again, a depth guy, like I've said, for the first three days in a row. This might be the new Pat Fryermuth. We have, we have to start doing Jaden Peavy facts, if you will, Casey. Start doing some deep diving there, if you don't I'll know. Fryermuth would have been nice. And last but not least, we got Kalen Barnes, cornerback. Um, it, you know, it is what it is there. Depth play at, at round number seven. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I kind of got bored. I kind of got upset. So with that being said, and overall, listen, I've seen better. I've seen worse. And John Lewis, unfortunately, yours is definitely in the worst category. We appreciate your contribution, but you can't be taking guys from Illinois in the third round. Where are those Wisconsin Badgers that I'm looking for? You can't take a wide receiver in the third round of the deepest wide receiver draft that I've never heard of before in Khalil Shakir. And you dang sure can't be taking a guy from Coastal Carolina who doesn't have a mullet. A lot to dislike here. I'm disappointed. No T-shirts, obviously. Go eat a stick of gum from 1950 or whatever Brent just did, and let's call it a day. Thanks for playing. Bill check your ass out of the stadium. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> <as> hell. <laughs> wow. Beautiful family. Hello to Mally. And uh, your your mock has been shocked. That was amazing. <laughs> that, was, that was poetic. That was the, I, I actually thought after you, the mullet guy, after the pronunciation, you couldn't say his name. I thought you had a stick of gum. Uh, I mean, hey, did you want to take that one for a spin? 
No, not really. Especially uh, in the sixth round? you got to be joking me. Listen, I love the aggressiveness, too, of getting back to 25. And I love N'Kobe Dean, okay? Absolutely love N'Kobe Dean. Mm. I think he has the ability to be just one of the, like, splash players of this draft. But if you're going to trade back up, let's make Trevor happy. Let's go get him another weapon, right? If you're going to be aggressive in that spot, I think many of us would love to see that. Get rid of those 442 six-round picks, trade some of them away. But if you're going to do that, let's go get one of the receivers. Let's not take receiver number 15 off the board or 22 in a deep receiver draft. Let's go get receiver number four or five, right? Yeah, no, that's absolutely correct, Brent, yes. Yeah, and, I think and at the end of the day, I mean, it's like, you know, you look at what happened with, with Joe Burrow. Like, Joe Burrow called the shots. He got his wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Th- this would be like, hey, Trevor Lawrence, we're going to take care of you, man. Oh, by the way, here's, I don't know. Uh, Shakir. Xavier Collins. Have fun with him. <laughs> you know? Oh, he, well, he's a freak. Puts up some big numbers. But here's Xavier Collins. Good, good luck with that, Trevor. You know, like, you- just take care of your quarterbacks, please. Yeah, I think I think this is again. I'll, I'll say this again. I'll probably say this a lot between the now and the draft, but I think the Jag, I think Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson and, and the Jags front office have had it really kind of easy. They're coming off Urban Meyer, which didn't work in a lot of ways. It didn't. <laughs> they're coming <laughs> off. They're coming off a miserable couple of years. The I mean, there's almost like the elevator doesn't stop any lower. All right? Mm -hmm. So it's pretty easy to walk in the building if you're Doug Peterson, say hello to everybody. Hey, uh, good to meet you. And like, hey, I really like that guy. It's as easy as that. It's really easy for Trent Baalke to be like, hey, we're going to spend Sean's money, and we're going to look like we're at least trying to go after this thing and get better. They did that. Nice job. It was easy. (laughs) Like, it wasn't that hard. And that's okay. You overpay for Kirk. You got some weapons for your quarterback. You got better on the defensive side of the ball. You got some new players. Did they do enough? Who knows? We'll find out. But at least they tried. The other way to do this and really make yourself look like, hey, we are really trying to go after this thing and not wait three, four years down the road, and an easy way to – this isn't all about winning over the fans, but an easy way to kind of relate back to the fans is when you have all these draft picks, like a dozen of them, and there's this kind of receivers that are in the draft, and one comes available, be aggressive and go get that guy. Mm -hmm. And what you do there is you make the fans happier, you make your organization probably better, and I think you make your quarterback, who is your franchise right now, happier too. It says something to him. Did they do enough to say, hey, Trevor, we love you, man. We're trying to make you better. They did some things. But you'll get one more receiver, Martin Buckley, and you say that loud and clear, I think. Absolutely, 100% agree. They got to go get Not Shakir at number 70. No, certainly not Shakir at number 70. No. All right. There you go. You going, you going home? I'm going to go play golf. You want to play golf? Nine holes. I had a baby. Yeah. Good for you. Play well. Thanks, man. Make a birdie. Miss you, Austin. And miss it too, Martin. Now, let's get up real soon, okay? Absolutely. See you, Casey. Yeah, don't leave Casey hanging. Give me a second. I said goodbye to Casey. Yeah, Brent, where's the fire? Let him do his thing, man. By the way, if you start shanking the ball, it's because of the gum. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to text you. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. We're live at the Moe's House of Cards. Brent's again, Tony Baselli at Palm Beach Autograph, Saturday night, 6 o'clock. First Pro Football Hall of Fame signing coming up. PalmBeachAutographs.com for more information on that. We'll be right back. Football at 5.